This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer himself. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest of all time, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick, how are you, man? Good, good, Conrad. How are you? Steve, how are you? Man, we are good. We are excited to be here. You, uh, you got them stirred up last week, boy. Everybody's talking about To Be The Man last week. Uh, what was the feedback you know. saw? I just told the truth. Um. And by the way, just to start it off with, um, I have seen Jim Ross and I've seen him with you. I had to think about this afterwards and, uh, I was very cordial to him and he still hasn't apologized. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's who he is. Hey, I saw him. I, I saw him with Mongo. Yeah, we did the yeah, whole, we did money, the whole Mongo, Mongo fundraiser, fundraiser fundraiser over the summer, over summer, the or the summer, 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 and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, enough to, enough to, to, to be there and. Came together, came for, together a for a good cause and go. Well, things well, kind of came, came apart here, here last, last week on the show. show. Everybody, Everybody was, talking was talking about what you said about Eric and Ross and others. And, man, people got pretty well, excited. Well, 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 well let's, let's just let's go right to Bischoff. Let's just, just get this stuff that's old news behind. It just is, is it? And, and, and where I, the, the jealousy was between he and I, he brought up this thing and, um, and he named the four or five people Goldberg, I can't remember, that were bigger stars and um, more successful and made more money. And I absolutely agree. I mean, I'll just go so far as to say in the 90s, Ric Flair and the horsemen were the shits, if that makes them feel better. My, 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 my compare, my whole thing started because I, he's in my documentary and and what I can't figure out, and maybe after he watches it next Monday, which he will with the world, hopefully, he can explain to me why a guy that meant nothing to the company, according to him, had no value, um, was, uh, you know, was replaced in, by so many different people, uh, which I was, and I have no problem with that, not paid nearly as well as any I think I was like the 18th highest, 18th highest paid employee in the company. Um, I've heard that figure. Why he chose me to make an example of, rather than someone like Scott Steiner or the guys that didn't make the didn't, who didn't go to take drug tests or why guys that uh, didn't show up for house shows? Just why pick me? And Scott Steiner's not the only one that didn't take a drug test. The guys just gave the finger to the doctor and walked out the door. Whoa. You remember somebody flipping the doctor off? I never heard that story. No, I mean, well, I don't mean literally. I mean, they just said no. Yeah. You had to heard the stories over. That was the most, that, that was the worst wellness program ever installed in any company. God. You felt like WCW's testing policy, whatever it was, was a joke. 
Absolutely for the joke. Guys didn't take it. Right. I was there. I watched them walk in and out. Hmm. <laughs> why, why would they take it? You told the story last week about what he said about, what did he say about Hunter? Well, yeah, clearly that was in the WWE, but as the oh. story goes, and, and Scott Steiner has told this story that WWE wanted to drug test him. And he said, yeah, no problem. Just, uh, send a limo to my house, make sure Hunter's in it and we'll go together. And that was the end of that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It doesn't make any difference. It, it, I don't think he observed the rules there either, but he's not the only one. So, I mean, at WCW. Well, listen, but, I, uh, <clears throat> any, any final words on Eric Bischoff before we move on and tackle some other topics today? No, I just said final words were, um, why would you, what, 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 what purpose did it serve to make an example out of me? Right. And try and break me for taking my son to the AU nationals. I mean, what for, for, for a secondary show called thunder that nobody went to. In fairness, if, if Garrett Bischoff would have been in the finals, Eric Bischoff would have been there. Of course he would have missed the show. Yeah. I'm not even throwing that in. I said that to you privately, but, uh, what, why, 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 why would you make an example of me? A guy that meant nothing to the company at that point in time, according to him. Right. Well, that's a fair point. You know, if I'm so insignificant, what did it matter? Exactly. Point well made. Yeah, Rick A slap on the finger, but not make not not starve me for a year, take a year of my, of my career away from me, for going to the AU National with my son. Yeah. And now, just the, 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 my final line will be, Eric. Now you make a living. Thank God for my son-in-law Conrad Thompson. Oh my goodness! Will you stop? That is the God's honest truth, and I don't care whether you say it. I know it for a fact. He'd be bankrupt again if it wasn't for. Oh, be nice. Hey, let's talk. I'm, I'm nice. I'm, you asked, asked me. I'm not saying anything bad. It's right there. I, I read his deal. He's been bankrupt. What the fuck? Listen, I've been on the verge of it. I know what it's like to, to be pushed that hard. I just didn't do it because I just, you know, would have looked myself the next day and said, God damn, what have you done? You know, but he did it. So. And you pull them out of another one. Don't I know what's going on around here? Hey, 73. Okay. Been in the biz. (laughs) (laughs) Been in the biz. Who was your, uh, your lived in like wine and dine with Kings and Queens. Oh my gosh. Slept in the alley eating pork and beans. That's me. I've done both brother. If you, the Sinesta wasn't the alley, but it It was not the penthouse. It was not <laughs> in the uh, Piper in uh, Piper Glen. Piper Glen. Yeah, yeah seven seven two hundred five, eleven thousand square feet, swept by my wife's attorney. <laughs> well, well, speaking of attorneys, who was your attorney during your spat with Eric Bischoff? Was that Bill Deal? Bill, yeah, Bill just passed. That's what I wanted to mention. I, we didn't plug it on the show. or should plug. Listen to me, but we didn't need to just, discuss uh, it. They, he, he called the 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 attorney of Bill's office on Sunday when it happened. And he called the uh, he no Monday morning. He called the Turner's and the guy goes, Eric. The guy, the guy goes to Bill. <laughs> We got 200 attorneys down here to handle guys like you. Bill said, really? 
got one right here in Charlotte that's going to fucking own Turner. If I can get Rick to sit down through it all the way through it, and Eric Bischoff won't be able to find a job in North America. <laughs> you can't, as an executive, you cannot, as an executive vice president of a company, get up and make a public statement like that. It don't work like that. And I, he said it in front of over 100 people. I was going to have Booker T. Kwanley as a guest on the show. Just like the time he made the crack to me about, um, uh, made the crack about the people all in the room. I mean, you know, when you told me Jericho wrote it in his book, I guess I wasn't aware yeah. of that, but yeah, only three people that's over doing any money or Savage, Hogan, and uh, Viper. Well, I was sitting right there, yeah, the whole room looked at me, yeah. So, well, shout out to Bill Deal and his family. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away earlier this month. Uh, your attorney for yeah. all of the Bischoff shenanigans and uh, I guess maybe a divorce or two along the way, and probably some other oh, yeah. cases. Yeah, just one, but <laughs> the big one, the big one. He pulled me out of he pulled me out of another couple <laughs> high spots <laughs> over the years. The road rage. <laughs> oh my gosh, we got to talk about that story one day. You don't you want to tell that story now? What happened there? Um, well, I was coming back from England and I hadn't drank all the way in the plane. It was an Eve Thanksgiving Eve, so um, um, Mark. Megan's ex picked me up. Me, I was with Tiffany, and uh, we're driving home. This is I hadn't had, had a drink, so I was driving at a warp speed. I slept all the way home. I don't think I slept the first time I slept in days. And um, we were uh, this car was next to me, and then I tried to pass, and I had I just bought a brand new uh, Cayenne, the Porsche SUV, White, which at the time the was the fastest four door ever made. Yeah, the turbo SUV, which was not one of the hottest cars in the market then. And um, so I wanted the guy would let me pass him, right? And so um, finally he went around him, right? And he comes up behind me and rolls down the window and says, uh, gives me the finger and starts screaming at me and takes a, a, a full beer can and throws it on the door of my new car. Boom. I mean, I just went into like, a, what, what? I just got off a plane. Am I doing anything wrong? I mean, and I thought, oh my God. So as it happens, and you've driven into Charlotte before, as it happens, it goes from eight lanes to six to four <laughs> to two at the bottleneck as you start to go into the city. I said, I never lost sight of the guy. And Tiffany kept saying, I know what you're going to do. I said, I'm not going to do anything. I just kept it in my rear view mirror, right? And when we got to two in the topic, in the, in the, uh, um, <laughs> to bottle jam the traffic. I got out of the car, man, and I walked over to him. He was two lanes over, and trucks were honking their horns and when they woo and they didn't want <laughs> He opened the door and had to get a uh, tire tool in his hands. I just had to, I don't know what I did with it, but I didn't hit him with it, but I, I may have done, I may have done, I may have just pushed him or something, but. <laughs> About a week later, I got a call from the police department. They said, Rick, there's a warrant for your arrest. You want to just come on in and we can work this out? We'll walk you through it. I said, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it made major news across the country. And then Vince, of course, made that skit with Edge. Yep. With Edge, <laughs> which was hilarious. That really got over with the DA, too, by the way. <laughs> 
So making fun of it, huh? <laughs> no, sir, not me. I have no control over creative at Stanford. <laughs> Probably Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn that, Bruce. Well, yeah, there it is right there. I think there's a, a part of the story maybe you missed. I've heard a version of the story where the driver's keys were involved. Can you tell us what happened there? Oh, oh yeah, I threw them across the highway. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, threw, I threw them foot three lanes across the highway. They were lost. Yeah. We just, we just forgot that part. Yeah. Well, that wasn't, I don't think that was, yeah, that probably caused a problem too. Cause his car wouldn't move for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every, everybody called me on that. I mean, everybody from Hunter to Shawn Michael, that was the greatest thing that ever happened. So there, uh, <laughs> let that be a lesson to young wrestlers out there. If you're looking to, uh, make some headlines, beat yeah. up a guy Road on the rage. interstate and throw his keys in the woods and, uh, Road rage. yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, yesterday I got a call from Tucker Carlson's girl, right? Yeah. And you, you've heard this thing about Jim Duggan over the weekend, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, it, the, the Jim's on Tucker tonight. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's a great story. Oh my god, the guy broke the guy. Three guys were chasing this guy, and he broke down Jim's door trying to get away from three guys. <laughs> it was the truth. <laughs> And Jim pulls a gun on the guy, holds him till the cops get there. No, he had what's her name stand on him, and then uh, Jim went 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 to the back door with his, you know, he had, he was armed, let's put it like that. And Duggan, as you probably know, and afraid of nobody. So, <laughs> can you believe it? It's finally here. It's the most wonderful time of the year, unless you get stressed out about how to pay for it. SaveWithConrad.com can help you make this the best Christmas ever. You won't make a house payment for the next two months. That's right. Skip your next two house payments and use all that cash for your extra holiday expenses. And come next year, you're going to have a lower monthly payment. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Pay your credit card debt off at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. SaveWithConrad.com. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Uh, but it's, uh, it's amazing and stuff like that. Just get, catching everybody's attention. Tucker's girl called me right away. Cause I, I've been unable to do the show just travel wise because it's, you know, it's filmed in Rhode Island. So, um, I'm going to probably do it later on. I just got to make sure my taxes are paid. <laughs> like with the Democrats running the IRS, I got to make sure that everything's going My goodness. Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's make sure that Ric Flair is paying the IRS. Go to RicFlairShop.com right now. Pick up a hat, a hoodie, a t-shirt, a coffee mug, a poster. RicFlairShop.com where you can get all your Ric Flair swag. That's the place to be. RicFlairShop.com. Yeah, and please, dear IRS, I'm just we're just having a moment of fun here. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm paying. <laughs> I'm current. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, I don't even want to make a joke about it. Somebody else. It's not funny. It ain't funny. (laughs) Well, something that was funny. uh, I didn't see it coming this past weekend. I can't believe it. 
the Dallas Cowboys, who a lot of people thought were going to be a major uh, contender and perhaps I love it into the playoffs and make a deep run. They lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars in overtime and almost nobody called that, but boy, if there's one person who enjoys trolling the Cowboys fans better than anybody else, it's our old pal, Stephen a Smith. He was on first take and, uh, he made quite an impression on Monday. Let's take a look and see what old Stephen a had to say on first take. I have a question about the Cowboys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No need for the question. Got a few things to say here. Number one. Swagoo, Keyshawn, it's only just begun. I'll deal with you guys in a few days. But to my God, Michael Irvin, I got to tell you, it's so hard for me to sit here listening to a guy yelling my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor and bars from one side of the world to the next than you made. You're talking to... The Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, whoa, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time trying to hold these alligators down. Whoa, I told you what was going to happen to the Cowboys. I told you it was coming. It's inevitable. This is the beginning of the end. And all I got to say, is I'm looking forward to first take today. Whoa! Doing <laughs> it first. My goodness, what Thanks a moment. You know, listen, we want to act like uh, you were the 18th most important person in WCW. I don't see anybody else doing any of that on TV in 2020. I know, I know. But that was then, now is now. At least I made an impression on some other, some other people. Well, that was an awesome, uh, first Monday, uh, episode, uh, to get our week started. And then on Tuesday, you actually appear on first take. And now here you are this week, man. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Ric Flair is, uh, a pop culture icon. I mean, would you have ever imagined? It feels like to me, you're, you're a bigger star in pop culture in the eyes of the mainstream media now than even when you were wrestling. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I, it's just, I mean, whether it's YouTube or the, uh, the WWE network or whatever, just in my case, it, it, especially in my case, cause I'm so much older. I mean, I'm, I mean, I just saw where Franco Harris died. I'm a year older than Franco Harris. My God. Um, you know, that, that immaculate reception that they were going to celebrate Friday with the Steelers. Right. And, um, to be being to be in this position and to um, have a documentary made about me, and then have guys like Stephen A. who I've known, you know, for God for years, um, long before he was on first take, he had he had other radio shows that I used to listen to. He's so entertaining, and being a former athlete, you can you know I respect him more because he's been an athlete. He knows what it's like to pay the price to you know to, to be an athlete and. Um, He's just entertaining. He's got an unbelievable energy, and um, he, he says exactly what he thinks. He, he's he's Charles Barkley. I mean, he, I, I rank the two number one and number two in um, overall sports. I guess you know my favorite football announcer is is Tony Romo, but I mean, there's some guys that just stand out. Those three stand out a, a lot in my mind. Um, there are other people, but I mean. 
Keith Jackson and guys like that, and um, who's it, who's the real famous guy that just passed away at Madden? Guys like that are gone. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to, to even be thought of in that light. And and like I said to him in a documentary, it's all we all blow our own horn to some extent. You know, on these podcasts, it's just fun to do it. This is a podcast, ESPN. This isn't one of those Michael Baticchio where you pay a guy $2,500 to say something shitty about another wrestler, hoping that that wrestler will come and you can create controversy and sell the video, whatever they call it, shoot, what do they call them again? Shoot interviews, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was my shoot interview, but it was on ESPN. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, for 2500 bucks. I didn't get paid for it, but it was on national TV, and we're talking about today like on a real podcast and you're like a real millionaire. <laughs> I'm not, but you are. You're on a roll today, man. Um, no, I, I know. I'm just saying the truth. It, it, you're like a real millionaire. I'm not, but this is not a shoot interview. It's a podcast that is actually factual because I've lived through it all and seen it all. Well, we're, uh, we're glad. And, and, I, and I don't have a reason. I don't have any agenda. But to tell you exactly what I think, yeah, and I love and, that. And, and and leaving it without Eric, you watch it and and then <laughs> you could tell me why would he pick me of anybody else in the world to sue and try and break my family? Which whether you like to admit it or not, it affected Megan too. She was my family. No, yeah, well, I mean, she, we we've actually talked she, about that. I mean, and she was in, and she was in college. She, I wasn't getting paid. She had uh, major reservations about me doing a podcast with him, and and we've all talked about that together. You know, like Eric and Lori yeah. and me and Megan. And anyway, let's talk about somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's Christmas time. I'm just asking. I mean, I'll be curious to hear what people think. Why someone that was so insignificant? Why not just fire me? Well, we're going to see that documentary for ourselves. I know you've seen a screener, but it comes out this coming Monday, becoming Ric Flair. Woo. The grant, the break, I'll get it out. The brand new great documentary from Peacock. It airs this Monday, the day after Christmas, December 26th. Check it out on Peacock. Everybody is going to be talking about it. I'm sure of it. Let's talk about something that we can share. That's good news. You said you've lived and seen it all. Everything's good news. Barry Windham is out of ICU. He's on the mend. We're pulling for Barry. His GoFundMe is still live. If you have an opportunity, go to GoFundMe.com, type in Barry Windham, and you'll see it right there where you can make a donation. Uh, but man, Barry Windham pulling the nose up on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tickled to hear that he's, uh, no longer in ICU and on the mend. He's back in Gainesville, right? I I believe he's, uh, I, I think he's home now in Gainesville, Florida. I'm not sure where home is. I know it is somewhere in Florida. I could okay, yeah. look and see where I've booked his travel from before, but I'm all off the top of my head. Okay, yeah. What a great guy. I mean, just one of the most incredible talents of all time. We probably also want to send some positive vibes out right now for a friend of the show, Conan. I understand he's recently started dialysis and maybe is in need of a kidney transplant. Who? Uh, Conan, the, uh, the famous oh luchador from Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Friend of the show. One of the smartest minds in wrestling, a real power broker, almost like a consigliere for a lot of the lucha talent that try to make a splash here in America. 
Uh, apparently he's going through some, uh, some tough health challenges. So let's keep him in mind this holiday uh, season too. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. I didn't realize that I actually like Conan. I didn't know him that well, but I got to spend some quality time with him when I went to Mexico with Manny and, uh, the queen. And he, he is a very nice guy. So I'm, I'll be thinking about him too. And Mongo, Jesus. Yeah. We don't, we don't have any you guy, guys like you and me and Steve. We haven't got a problem in the world when you start thinking about stuff like that. No doubt. No doubt. And Mongo. Yeah. Mongo. Jesus. So anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to bring anybody down. Oh no. Listen, let's talk about some other good news. Uh, friend of the show, Mike Mansuri is back in the wrestling business. He of course had a long run with the WWE, became a good friend of yours and everybody who worked behind the scenes in WWE. And then he moved to the other end of the world to work in mixed martial arts, but man, he's with AEW now. How about that? Mike Mansuri oh, doing his thing again. I didn't know that. How wow. cool is that dude? That's a, that's a big hire for Tony huge hire. And, and yeah, super, super proud to, uh, to get to know Mike, you and I spent some time with him and tore it down in a bar with Corey Graves once and just a hell of a nice guy. And I'm glad that he's, around he's, a, he's a wine drinking son of a bitch, man. You never been in the war, Mike. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. That's a, that's a huge hire for Tony. Very big hire. You know, yeah. they've, they've been, uh, trying to figure it out. I, I think, you know, for a while, I, I know that Keith Mitchell retired and I know that Kevin Sullivan's doing his thing, but man, that's a big operation. You know, what, they're cranking what's, Ke- what's Kevin doing? Kevin, so, not the devil. You know, oh. but, yeah, not the devil. Uh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. The, the other Kevin Sullivan. I get them confused too. I even have them programmed in my phone, and I put a little picture. Well, well here, here's what happened with Mike. You know, Mike was going to take replace Kevin Dunn, but here's the people. Things don't understand. People don't understand that Kevin Dunn ain't going anywhere. No, he's he's got he's got the disease as bad as I've had it. I mean, I just spoke with him yesterday. He's um. Why would he walk away from something he enjoys? You know, I, that's, that's what saddened me about Vince. Not that Hunter and Stephanie were taking over. It's just, it, you know, that Vince, when you do something like that for so long, like myself, it's hard to walk away from. So, but I'm, I'm Mike, Mike, Mike is great. I'm happy for him. And that's a big deal for Tony. Congratulations. Tony's riding, a, I'm riding a high right now. Cause he's, you know, pretty heavily involved with the Jaguars too. So he's having a good time. The best time, uh, the, the good news keeps on coming, uh, for Tony Khan because AEW rampage just drew their best ratings since October. It's sort of been their thunder, their B show. Uh, I guess you would call it. It is on Friday, which I think everybody knows is maybe not the most ideal day. Uh, but still, uh, ratings are, are on the rise there. Do you think a taped show can be successful in 2022? It feels like an uphill battle at times. I'm sure. I think on Friday night, um, coming on at ten o'clock, is tough. Mm-hmm. And it would be it would be equally as tough for the WWE to pull it off. You know they just they they've got their time slot locked in, and people. I mean, it's like tonight. I know I'm going to go watch AEW. I'm going to go over there at five o'clock. Drink my milk ultra till seven. Then I'll drink. Vodka, tonic, <laughs> cranberry, lime until eight. And then I'll watch the first hour and a half, depending on how good the show is, with red wine. Then I'll go home and go to bed. <laughs> but 
But I, I look forward to it. I mean, Monday was Raw and, and, and Monday Night Football. And, and Raw got a pretty good rating this week against... Uh, um, um, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. They, they, they came up big time, so good for them. It's a great time to be watching sports entertainment. God, I'm just sad, like you are, that each, each, what, each time they say there's three weeks left, there's just three weeks less of what, of what we what guys like you and me live yeah. for. Football, man, it's awesome. Yeah, football, 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 and now the bowl games. Alabama's. What, let me say, who are they playing again? Um, uh, Michigan State. No, Kansas State. Oh, you got you guys are in a bowl game. Yeah, we're playing uh, next Friday at eleven <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Oh man, I have to. I won't miss that. This coming Friday or New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, right before the important games. The important games are that evening. Alabama will be. In the Bush Leagues, we'll be playing at 11 o'clock in the morning. No, you, what, what, bowl, what bowl is that? Uh, it's the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Now, 11 o'clock is Central Time. I guess it's noon Eastern. I uh, so did you, if you, uh, you chartered a private plane, I mean, you, if you, did you get a suite? Could not care less. I'll be watching uh, from the basement. Yeah. Hey, they did you watching from the Conradison or the Conradison too? The Conradison two will, uh, will be finished in January and Hey, it sounds like we're going to have a beach house. Maybe you'll actually show up every now and again. Megan will be glad of that. Uh, uh, but you'll have, you'll have all three. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Uh, how do you, how do you, how do you do time? Well, sh- I, listen, I, when I, when I, I know you've told us the story before here on the show, as, as Darius Rucker met your lovely assistant, Kelly, once, uh, he said, when I die, I want to come back as you. Uh, well, when I die, I want to come back as Megan. She's living the life I could only dream of. Yeah. Well, they don't, Hey, here's the deal. You built the house for, um, um, for Morgan, the house for Megan. You built the house for, um, Kansas has one. Everybody, Kansas and, uh, Megan. Yeah. Everybody's all all set. They all three have homes. I need one more for me and you, and we'll call it the Pratt house. No, I mean, from what I meant. They'll have their own place. They'll have to argue when you're gone. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, I'm sure you've got them all nice cars. So <laughs> it's true. Uh, it, it, if, if Papa lives long enough, Papa can just go visit all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you'll go visit all three of them. Thanks to Camper Max. Excited to brag to you guys about a brand new sponsor that's going to bring you a new family opportunity of building memories year round. Camper Max, specializing in max discounted pricing on travel trailers and fifth wheel RVs that can be delivered anywhere in the lower 48. That's right. You can do your shopping from the office, the cell phone, or the couch, and they'll bring it to you. Click or call to find out how easy it is to start enjoying that RVing lifestyle. Now, how easy is it? Well, the Camper Max discount will fit any budget, offering easy financing with extended terms. It's just too easy. Visit CamperMax.com. That's two X's in max CamperMax.com, C A M P E R M A X X.com or give them a shout at two, five, six, three, two, zero, seven, zero, three, three home of the max discount. Now, if you're looking to purchase a motorhome, hang in there. My buddy Rod is working on that. Now I've known Rod, I've known Rod for years and years and years. Great longtime personal friend of mine, soon to be yours. Be sure to mention my name, get that old friend of the friend discount at CamperMax.com. So Rick, let's talk about, uh, the big news from the last week. It came out. Vince McMahon was in the news again, 
Uh, there are some more allegations. I'm sure the, the chips will fall where they may on all that, but a report from the wall street journal says McMahon has quote, told people he intends to make a comeback at WWE. And he has quote said that he received bad advice from people close to him to step down and that he now believes the allegations and investigations would have blown over had he stayed. And if you take a look at the WWE stock this year, where seemingly everything else went down, WWE stock did not. It's up like 50% this year, something incredible. Do you think Vince McMahon will actually return to WWE or is that it? Is it the, the Hunter and Stephanie era from here on out? I don't know the answer to that. I wish he would, I wish he would come back in some capacity. I mean, obviously, obviously Hunter and Stephanie are doing a great job. Sure. Um, and it, and trust me, it's a big job. You know what I mean, at least they're dividing the time. Um, I know I see people periodically and people are, people are happy working for Hunter. And, uh, here's the problem. Like it's like in any business, you're never going to like everybody you work for. Right. So I'm sure there are some people like working for Hunter. Some people like working better for Vince. Um, you know, I, I, I can't give you an honest answer. I, I would, I just want him to be happy. Right. Because I, I I won't budge on a statement that he built it. Of course, he 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 withstood it. He went through all the personal aggravation. I mean, the the, the fights, the bad stuff, everything that anybody that tries to rise to success in business went through it all by himself. I'm sure with the support of his family, but them probably never at such a young age truly understanding. You know what it was like for like Geraldo to break into their home and shit like that when all that was going down. You know about that, right? No. You didn't know Geraldo broke into their home. No. What are you talking about? That investigative promoter, that reporter, remember him? I know who Geraldo is. Geraldo broke into Vince's house. Yeah, back when that steroid trial was going on. No, I had no knowledge of this. I, this is what. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely telling you the truth. Or I don't say he broke into physically. He had people do it. Oh my God! No, I did not know well, that. Well, well, make sure we get get this right. But I'm I've been told that by some very close people to the, to the situation. Yeah. Listen, I've heard yeah, of, they, I've heard they, another story about someone breaking into someone's house and wrestling that we probably shouldn't tell on the air. But I I had no idea there was a Vince McMahon Geraldo. Well, tell me what what story you talking about. I'll tell you off air. It's a friend of ours, okay. but. I actually learned it at, uh, your ceremony with Wendy years ago. And I thought, what? I mean, this, so this is relatively recent, but goodness no, gracious. When, when, when all that was, when I was wrestling Savage, they were right in the middle of that steroid trial and all that crap. Right. And all that stuff. And it was huge. That was like big news back then. It wasn't, there wasn't the social media available that there is now, but that was huge. And he, remember he was an investigative reporter. Oh no, I know. I mean, I know the, I, I remember Geraldo and the whole, uh, Al Capone's vault. And I mean, I remember, uh, uh all the Geraldo. Yeah, he, 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 he was, he was very active and involved in the, uh, let, let, let's get our facts for this airs. <laughs> but no, I, I've, I've been told that very, by very, you know, people that were right there. Well, I'll tell you something that uh, everybody was talking about this past week. And that's the idea that John Cena returned to WWE programming 
Uh, John Cena, of course, goes together with WWE, like peanut butter and jelly, man. I mean, this is one of the, the pillars of the entire company, especially for the last 20 years. And I think a lot of people are, uh, we're we're maybe shocked to see he's coming back now. I think everybody expects, well, around WrestleMania season, maybe we'll see the rock or we'll see stone cold or we'll see John Cena. Anytime John Cena is around, it's a value add for the WWE. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. John's a wonderful guy. Um, I'm going to go see him the 27th here. And, uh, I, I know he's going to be at SmackDown the 27th. I'm going to go see him. That's a I promise. Uh, I promised Chad and some people that, uh, that, uh, are bringing family members that they want to meet, uh, Roman and John, and you couldn't ask for two nicer guys. So. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. I'll, I'll, I'll make somebody happy. <laughs> I absolutely. I, 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 I just can't wait for the queen to come back. Damn it. Yeah. I, uh, I've been following on social media. It looks like her and uh, Andrade are having quite the time over in Italy right now. Oh man. Unbelievable. She said, she said the greatest trip of she's ever been on her life. That's awesome. I'm glad they're getting and, that time. I mean, and, 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 and she's found interest in stuff that I never would imagine. Like, you know, she's, taking pictures of the Roman Coliseum and Michelangelo. And I mean, just amazing. And it, it just so she's become a culture and a cultural fanatic. It's phenomenal. It is super and, cool to see, and especially yeah. since, you know, he's on the shelf and, uh, maybe everybody knows, but Andrade recently had a, a pec re- uh, repaired. He tore it yeah. uh, wrestling for AEW had that surgery done similar surgery to what Cody Rhodes did. That is a major surgery. We're, uh, we're pulling for him. It though. is. And it, it, the healing process is very delicate. Very delicate. You gotta be very careful with it. So he's, he's still in the sling. Looking but, forward um, to yeah, both of them returning to TV sooner rather than later. Somebody else who's going to be returning to TV soon enough, Sasha Banks. It looks like she's trademarked her real name. Uh, and oh. as the story goes, she's going to be at the big new Japan show. Their version of WrestleMania coming up in early January. So we're just a couple of weeks away. Wrestle Kingdom 17 from the Tokyo Dome. And and Ricky may not even realize this, but historically there haven't been fem- a bunch of female wrestlers on the New Japan program. But to have a star like Sasha Banks, well, it's uh it's an opportunity that nobody wants to miss up on. What, what do you expect Sasha to do in New Japan? Steal the show. Yeah. For the women's division. Absolutely. I'm sure her skills are just every bit as sharp as they ever have been. Um, you know, I told you, I feel, I feel like she and the queen are, I mean, you, you can list a number of people and obviously Lita and Trish and da, 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 but the two that stand up stood out the most, the last 10 years or eight years, whatever it is, have been Sasha and, and the queen far and away. It does feel like no matter who your favorite is on the, the female side of the WWE program, they've had some of their best matches against Sasha Banks. I mean, she is just 
a phenomenal yep. performer. I think everybody agrees on that. Yep. And and, I, and, and a very nice person. Yes. And and, and I think yep. a lot of people were probably surprised when when she walked away from the company earlier this year. But I for one was even more surprised that that wasn't seemingly undone. We saw Hunter put Humpty Dumpty back together again, so to speak, with a lot of talent that were adios, like Killer Cross or Hit Row or 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 Regal or Road Dog or whatever. And I just kind of assumed, well, Sasha will be back too. Instead, she's going to try her hand in New Japan. Uh, do you think? I mean, would you have called that? And do you think that's a necessary step? Like, is it important to, you know, see if the grass is really greener and sort of? Because part of me says, man, if she's not going to, if she doesn't go do the new Japan thing now, will, when she like, will, 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 when she have, or when will she have the time to do that? If she goes and does it now, she can always come back to WWE, but I just didn't see it. I thought for sure. She, yeah, did. she's young enough to always come back. And I think it's man, if she can, get, if she can get paid and I can, I can only imagine what they're paying her. I mean, I'm sure it's major bucks. If she can do that and she'd get, she'll get as much ink. And notoriety as she gets over here, which she will be, you know, if, if what you're saying is correct about the, the importance and the re relevance of that show, then why not? You know, then she just travels the world. She's having, the, I would just talk to her once in a while and she's just having a good time. So, I mean, she doesn't seem, she doesn't seem stressed out by it. Um, I'm happy for her. I mean, I, I told you she's Ashley is me and only better. And, She's rookie steamboat. I'll tell you the thing that is a real head scratcher to me. First of all, kudos to wrestle kingdom and, 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 and all of new Japan for being able to pull that off. But I believe this will be the first time wrestle kingdom hasn't been on fight in a long, long time. I mean, back when they first did the English version, when JR with JR doing commentary, which may have been, I don't know, almost 10 years ago, they've always been on fight. This one will not be, that feels like a missed opportunity. Why is Japan that? And fight. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a business decision from new Japan. I know they have their own streaming service, new Japan world. Maybe that's the thinking is let's drive traffic there. But as someone who's actually been to a wrestle kingdom and certainly watched many of them from home, I always watched it on fight and now it's not there. I wonder how many fans are going to, well, I guess it's not happening this year. Maybe it's not on pay-per-view this year. If you've got a star like Sasha Banks to me, you would think, man, we got to get that on fight. So it's not on fight with is fight pay-per-view traditionally. Uh, yes, but through an app. So it's not just, yeah. it's not like direct yeah. TV and, and dish network. Yeah. Now they can do that. I mean, we did that for your show and, and fight was yeah. sort of the liaison to do it, but more often well, they sell out. Well, they sell out the soak don't get on. I don't know what the ticket sales are for this one, but yes, historically they've sold it out. I mean, so, to the point where they even started doing two night events, much like WrestleMania and, uh, that, oh, didn't, wow. that didn't sell as well, but, uh, years ago it sold crazy. And this year, man, there's some really big matches on that card. Uh, let's actually, maybe Steve can pull that up for us because wrestle kingdom 17 is, is like the, the Japanese WrestleMania, if you will. And. I think the match that everybody's talking about is JY and Okada or Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. Uh, but we're also going to see uh, Carl Anderson versus Tom Matanga. Uh, Muda is going to be on the show teaming with Tanahashi. Uh, and they're wow. going to be taking on some old friends of, uh, of Manny's, uh, or I'm sorry, Andrade's, uh, FTR will be there, uh, representing, uh, AEW as well. And Zack Sabre Jr.'s on the show. So there's a lot of talent. It's a loaded show and yeah, we got. 
Oh, we got wow. Sasha Banks right in the middle of it, man. Yeah. Um, and who is um, Sasha uh, wrestling? I don't think they've actually made an announcement of what she's doing yet, just that she will be there. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, I'm glad to see the Americans uh, have, have, have a heavy presence because I, for me personally, it makes it better. Um, the Japanese kids are very talented, boy. I mean, I'm, and they're, and you know, in the old days, they used to be really tough. I'm assuming most of them are now too. So, oh yeah, there's easier ways to make a living in wrestling in Japan. <laughs> Certainly, there was in the '80s, but um, I'm sure it's calmed down a little bit now. But it used to be very competitive. It's, the guys like like Hanson and Brody, man, they went over there and it was <laughs> they didn't budge. Nobody sold anything for anybody. That wasn't really my cup of tea. As a matter of fact, you know the story. Probably the greatest of all time was a guy who called me and said they want you in Tokyo and they, they want to switch your belt. We told them no, so we're sending Harley with you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Harley Harley had to stand out there with the ring for an hour. He kept looking at me and said, This is bullshit. <laughs> Can't you defend yourself against Saruda? I said no. <laughs> I can't. We have 15 minutes, 20 more suplexes. I'll be ready to go with a beer. <laughs> I love it. I'll take you to the bathhouse, Harley. Calm down. <laughs> My goodness. Well, shout out to your man, Muda. This will be his Can you last. imagine if I ever got you over there? I'm telling you, you'd love not, it. You know my wife would not let me go. I'm not allowed to go. I'm not allowed to go anywhere with you. You know that. Oh, no. It's a, it's a, she doesn't have to say it, but I know. It's it's an unofficial ban. I think you and I need to run in Tokyo. Shinjuku, that's the area we love. Forget about, forget about Ropungi. We want the red carpet. <laughs> this uh they're gonna be rolling out the red carpet for Mudo. This will be his last new Japan match. Uh let's talk about those two sort of uh headline matches. Okada is going to be challenging Jay White for the uh New Japan World Championship. Uh is Jay White on your radar? Have you have you seen much of his stuff? I, I have not. Uh uh-uh. uh. How old is Okada now? Uh yeah, that's a good question. I think he's mid thirties. Let me take a look here. Yeah. He's considered the top star, right? Yeah, he's thirty five. Yeah, and Omega was would be considered our top star, right? Omega will be challenging Will Ospreay for the United States Championship. This is Omega's return uh, to New Japan, and, and and obviously that's a that's a home run for them. I mean, to have yeah. Omega and Okada in consecutive matches on top, it should be a big show. But the other guy I wanted to ask about the guy that maybe a lot of people consider to be one of, if not the best wrestler in the world, Will Ospreay. He's just twenty nine years old. Is he on your radar yet? I haven't seen him. I can't wait for you to see what, what, what show. What show is he on? What New Japan? I mean, he is. He's he's not. He's not an AEW or anything. He's been on there a handful of times. Uh, he he used to do some six man tags with Aussie Open. Yeah, I just haven't seen him, and I, I'm I feel bad now because I wish I could comment, but I have not seen him. Well, somebody I know you have seen MJF. He popped up yeah. recently. Uh, it was a big opportunity for them because. It feels like Dana White once upon a time used to highlight whenever WWE guys would show up, whether it was the rock or stone cold or the undertaker. Well, they showed MJF on the pay-per-view with his AEW title. Uh, and, and that's a big crossover opportunity, uh, that, that AEW has not normally been afforded. Do you think MJF can be one of those, 
uh, main crossover mainstream stars. Do you think he could have that appeal someday? Um, yeah, I mean, if anybody does right now, if any of the young guys, he, he, he gets a lot of people's attention. He gets mine. I love watching him. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he's he, to me, he, 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 he reminds me a little bit of the Miz in that he obviously he takes it so serious. Yes. I mean, the, the Miz, my respect for the Miz is unlimited just because of the, the commitment of time and his work ethic. And I mean, the Miz just, when he, whatever, whatever assignment they give him, he pulls off and he, and he does a good job of it. And, and, the, and the, even though he never wins, but I mean, the stuff with Logan Paul, um, I mean, everybody, anything that any assignment they give them is, he makes he makes it good. Right. Yeah, and there's a guy that you know started out. We discussed it before. You know, getting bullied around by people that have no right doing it. So, um, and he made it. And look, look at him all. Look how successful he is. So, hats off to him, and thank the world of him and his family. Well, somebody that we all think the world of is the crew at Jimmy's famous seafood.com. Our man, John is hooking you up. It is the best crab cakes in the world. It will ruin you. That's a little, uh, fair warning. You won't order crab cakes anywhere else. Once you've had these. Now, if you've ever ordered seafood to be delivered like this, you know that man, the expensive part is always the shipping. Well, we got it hooked up. They'll get you nationwide shipping for free. That's right. Free two day nationwide shipping. For orders over 125 bucks, when you use the promo code Flair, you get the best crab cakes in the world, the soups, the chowders, the oysters, the signature steaks. And I know what you're thinking. Who orders a steak at a seafood joint? I had the best prime rib I've ever had at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. You can get their desserts, even their gluten-free items. I highly recommend it. And you can even do a gift box. So maybe if uh, you forgot to order something for someone in your life for Christmas or they're out of town or what have you, let me recommend the famous gift box. You got four of the world's best colossal Maryland crab cakes, two different crab soups, a crab dip, seafood seasoning, and their signature bay sauce. Or maybe it's time for bowl season. Maybe you're going to get your friends together and watch a little football action. Well, the tailgate bundle has two pounds of wings, a full rack of ribs, a pint of crab dip and the crab cake mix, or you can create your own custom package. I love these guys. I've been friends with them for a long time and I've never had a bad meal. Everybody who's anybody in wrestling, this is their favorite restaurant in America for over 40 years in business, a true blue family owned business that's been featured on diners, dine-ins and dives beat Bobby Flay and so much more official partners with everybody from the Orioles to the Ravens to Pepsi. See what all the hype is about. Go to Jimmy's famous seafood.com. My family's eating Jimmy's famous seafood on Christmas Eve. We ordered the mini crab balls, which is like a miniature crab cake. I even got some stuffed shrimp. This is, and I paid for that, by the way, this is not an endorsement. This is me just telling you it's hard to beat Jimmy's famous seafood. And now they deliver it's Jimmy's famous Use that promo code flare and get yourself some free shipping. Uh, Rick, let's talk about Bronson Reed. I don't know if you saw, but Hunter has brought back yet another fellow. He came in and splashed uh, Dexter Loomis over the weekend and helped the Miz. You were just raving yep. about pull something off. Bronson Reed was a guy that a lot of people thought was going to have a, a bright future and especially the way he'd been featured in NXT and then poof, he was gone. Once again, Hunter has brought him back. What do you think about why, Bronson why, Reed? Why, why was he gone? Man, who knows? You know, when, when the whole yeah. 
I, I never understood that. I, I don't think anybody did, but he's back in uh, WWE now. What do you expect? Well, he, he does some amazing stuff for a guy his size. Yes. Oh, so, I mean, I haven't heard him talk that much, but um, anytime you're that agile and that big and, and you, you can expect anything. And, I, and like I said, I think that um, with the number of guys that are getting hurt and it doesn't seem to change, there's always going to be injuries. It's a very physical sport as we talk about. But I think Hunter's building a depth chart. And I, like I said, I, I would assume he's getting these guys back at a more reasonable rate. Okay. So, um, you know, because a, a lot of people get paid a lot of money that don't deserve it. And, uh, you know, in that case, in this case, I hope he's making as much as he possibly can, but, um, if he's an addition and I think, I think he's good. I haven't seen a lot of them, but I think he's good. Let, let me see him in a couple single matches and I'll be able to give you a better opinion. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Well, somebody who's got a whole new rate that is uh, making headlines everywhere. And we didn't talk about it last week because when we recorded, it hadn't happened yet. But last week, Mandy Rose dropped her title on NXT and uh, it came out that she was released because she chose not to take down her fan site, which maybe had some risque content that wasn't in line with the WWE's vision. And as the story goes, her first seven days outside of the company, She made over half a million dollars on that fan site. Uh, my goodness. She's the highest paid performer in the wrestling space. The last seven days. That's his real sentence. Are are you surprised that Mandy Rose is no longer with the company? Do you think she will even tinker with wrestling again? Or man, if you were her, would you just keep making that money? Well, you know, this is, I haven't had a chance to ask anybody this because I haven't obviously asked Megan. She probably doesn't watch it. What, what is she doing on this thing that they didn't like? Nudity. Complete nudity. Well, I don't know about complete nudity. I haven't subscribed. Uh, but yes, there are, she's shown her bare breasts and she's shown her bare bottom. And I think that, yeah, there were some things in there that maybe shouldn't have been according to WWE's, uh, morality clause in their contracts and what have you. And as the story goes, Matt Bloom, the former a train, who's uh, sort of a big wig mover and shaker down at NXT. Gave the heads up to Shawn Michaels, who I guess then told uh, corporate and they had a conversation and Mandy Rose made a different decision. And a lot of folks are saying, Hey, good for her, man. Half a million dollars in a week. Uh, who needs wrestling? Well, I don't know what kind of money she was making with the company. I, I personally, I, I only know Mandy a little bit. I really like her. Yes. And I, and I thought her work had gotten really a lot better at NXT because she got more opportunity. Yes. Um, and I, I've expected her to be back up on the main roster. So only she can make that decision. Is she, is she married to, to is she still, he didn't have a football player or married to him. I think they're engaged. I'm not sure that they're yeah. married. Uh, he's, uh, a, he's a nice kid too, but only they can make that decision. If I was her, I'd rather be on TV. Right. Cause that, what that, in that 
stuff gets old and then sometimes you can't come back from that kind of stuff the more of it you do so well you know, I, I'm, I'm not giving anybody advice on how to run their life but no of course not i, I myself would rather be on tv and if she was improving like she had been and god she looks like a million dollars um and she can get a great paycheck i'd rather be wrestling but I, I mean, that would certainly be my choice for my daughter or my wife or whatever. Let me ask you this. Once upon a time, the WWE used to arrange the promotion and, and then help promote it themselves to have their quote unquote divas appear in playboy, whether yes. it was Sable or Tori Wilson or China or Maria Canellas or on and Ashley Mazzaro on and on lots of WWE divas were on the cover of playboy and then cross promoted all throughout WWE programming. And I realized that this is a more PG era, but it feels as if, Hey, that I could see how an outsider would say, so it's okay. If WWE is getting a payday, it's not okay. If only I do, I could see where there's an argument there. What say you? Well, I can't remember. I'm trying to figure out when, when did WWE go public? 2000. So, I mean, they did all this Playboy stuff. A lot of this Playboy stuff happened after. Yeah, after. Okay, so that wasn't the reason why. I don't know. I mean, uh, I know they went very PG for a while, not even PG-13. Um, I think that they, I, I think the strategy is that they're going to do what their advertisers, which are make, which, you know, obviously generate the revenue that makes them exist aside from the, 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 the tremendous value of their production, um, I think they dictate the market. So if someone was paying them a lot of money, didn't like it, one person can probably change that whole, that whole uh, thought process around. I'm sure that Sean didn't like, didn't like having to fire. I mean, that's not, that's no. not the kind of guy. I'm sure Sean didn't like walk up and say, hey, Mandy, you're out of here. Right. That had to, that had to be a hard job for him to do. But he job, but Sean's got a job to do too. So everybody answers to somebody. That's except right. You. Well, whatever that means. I, I think the <laughs> last, I think the last time uh, a WWE person appeared in Playboy was Maria, and I think that was uh, 2008. So it does feel as if you know the company went more PG in recent years. But I don't know, man. I uh, and I hear you when you said I would rather be on TV, but I, I do know that. For instance, if she wanted to still work in wrestling, somebody would put her to work right away. It might not fit within the confines of WWE. Uh, and I don't know what no, no. stance is. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, but here's, here's my, I've got to be very careful. I say this, if, if you've been at, at the, if you've been at the height, so like Sasha doesn't have to prove anything to anybody, right? She can do what she wants to do. She's been the top star or a top star arguably one of the two or three best ever, right? So Sasha has nothing left to prove. If it's in your mind that you want to be a top star in the WWE, which is the Mecca right now, as we stand, we love AEW, yes, but yes. We're, we're talking about, you know, two different situations, entirely different. One's an empire, one's a promotion. So if your goal is to be the very best at what you do, with the biggest, most powerful company, not the XFL, CFL, NFL, not Ring of Honor, not AEW, 
WWE, then I would choose WWE over that short span of whatever you're going to do because, yeah, you can go somewhere else, but if your goal was to be on the top, top tier, which is the WWE, then that, that goal is going to disappear. I'd rather, I'd rather, because she's young enough. I, I don't think she's even, thir- what is she, 30 years old? Uh, yeah, let me, let me look at that. As we're it looking at that, I, I, I would have I, I gone as far as I could with WWE. Then she could do that later on. 32 years old. Um, and uh, the, the rumor and innuendo is that Mattel, who make the action figures for WWE, maybe they had a problem. I mean, I, I could see how marketing. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's, that's a big company. I get that. Yeah. Uh, but do you see what I'm saying? Oh, there you see. There's the uh, subscription. MandyRoseSacks.com. And, uh, yeah, she's got her own little fan site here and making some money. Good for her, man. Here's what I know. Yeah. I know that if I approached Ric Flair and say, oh, I don't know, early 1998. And I said, uh, Rick, <laughs> you can make half a million dollars a week. Just showing off space mountain shit. You'd been doing it for free for years. You just said, sign me up. <laughs> wow that's a, that is assuming a lot <laughs> well i'm just saying damn eric bischoff eric bischoff who i can make money over here i mean really when you look at it from andy rose standpoint if you had the 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 grueling grind of taking bumps and travel and all this that existed before she was with nxt and just a traditional main roster superstar or you can just sit at home and make half a million dollars a week. That's pretty hard to beat. I could see why that would lure someone away. Yeah, but can't is I'm sitting at home isn't all isn't cracked up that isn't all that's cracked up to be. Oh yeah, you got a rough I life. I, I can't stand sitting at home. I love working. Oh, I, I know that. And and and, and I like I, I don't know that I would if I've said I don't know what she what she wanted to do. Or what her aspirations truly were, but if if they were to be on top at WWE, I would say chase that goal. That yes. might be on my advice. Pursue that goal, because you'll know shortly whether you're ever going to get there. Right. If they bring you back up, and you they give you a push, and you don't make it this time, then go do what you want to do. Right. But if they were gonna bring her back up, because she has improved, in my opinion, a lot, and look, she obviously looks great. That would be my choice, but I don't, I'm not thinking for her. I don't manage her. And, um, she and her husband have the decision to make or her boyfriend. They're both great people. So, and either way, it looks like they can make a lot of money. Either way, they're going to be fine. Uh, and to your point, she was the NXT women's champion for more than a year. Yeah. So, uh, she certainly, and, 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 and I got a lot of PR. I mean, you heard her name all the time. Yes. Yeah, so if she was, you know, re- getting over with the public, I don't know. Where, I guess that's how, I don't know how many followers she has on social media, but she must she must have a large contingency of male followers now with this new gig she's got going on. I'm sure that's you know that her social media was the printing press. Thank God, thank God, I have no technical skills. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, you got enough skills to put together Woo Wings, your very own virtual restaurant brand operating in more than 30 locations. How how dare the price of chicken go up? Come on. It's the holidays. Jesus. 11 different States, more than 30 stores. If you've got Uber eats or the Postmates app in Nashville, San Antonio, Miami, Jacksonville, 
Clearwater, Los Angeles, New York, Charlotte, Raleigh, Concord, Atlanta, Richmond Hill, Tuscaloosa, Huntsville, Tulsa, Providence. Woo Wings is for you. It's in Uber Eats or Postmates. By the way, it's a virtual brand, so it's delivery only. And the food is made by restaurant partners with an existing location who are looking to add more to their bottom line. For a complete list of current locations or to find out how to become one of Ric Flair's restaurant partners, visit RicFlairWings.com. And if you're in one of those Woo Wing cities, man, pull up Uber Eats or Postmates today. And, uh, man, this will be just in time for bowl season. Hello, Nashville, San Antonio, all over Florida, New York. It's like an old promo from you back in the day. You're on tour. Yeah, it, it's going. It's going. Last yeah, one, Start working out really hard at the first of the year. But believe it or not, the cost of chicken has gone up. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Yeah. Let me tell you a turnaround or something something going on with the uh, uh, with the economy. No. Uh, the cost of chicken's gone up right when I'm getting wooing and rolling. <laughs> hey, let me ask something on the air. As soon as we got together today, before we clicked record, you said, Hey, don't forget to ask me about Shane Douglas. And I have to admit, I don't really know what this is about. I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I, I think a lot of Shane, he's a nice guy and I enjoyed his work in ECW, but I know you two have had your issues over the years. What's, what's, no, uh, I, I swear I've never had an issue with him. I just, and I can't even believe I'm acknowledging it, but because um, you're forced to look at your social media sometimes, he's got that 30 year itch, man. He just can't stop. He just can't get over me. And he did something where he said, um, oh, God. Um, he wished me the best, which is the nicest thing he's ever said about me. Oh, I, was I, I just looked it up me. on social and it says he, you hope Shane Douglas hopes Ric Flair can find whatever peace he's searching for. That's the phrase. Yeah. Well, I have, I have found it Shane. And once again, you've told another story, shame on you because why would I try to fly out of the town when I never fly out at night? Nobody took me to the airport. I didn't stop in 10 bars. Yes, I still drink. It's my business, not yours. And you're right about one thing. I got paid a shitload of money. You didn't. And don't worry about me finding me. Find, what's his real name? Uh, Troy Martin. I wish that Shane Douglas could find Troy Martin, whoever that is, and that... Toy Martin could find Shane Douglas, whoever they are. And as an FYI, he's another guy that Bishop brought in for me to put over. See, I just can't get rid of Bishop. <laughs> 30, 30 years later, Shane, get over it. Look in the mirror. You didn't get along with the click. You were a star in ECW. Wow. Hall of Fame career. Oh my God, they're making documentaries all about you every time. Let me see. Um, no, I didn't know. Um, um, can you help me out, Conrad? Well, I mean, there's been ACW documentaries. Okay. But yeah, I mean, listen, if, if we're going to compare your resume to almost anyone else in wrestling, that's no, well, I, I'm not even comparing. I mean, what is the deal about why, why can't he just forget about me? Right. He walked up to me and goes, 
Hey, I'm sorry. I mean, to face to face is the nicest guy in the world to me. But he just loves to talk. I don't even know. I, I, the joke with me used to be about him looking at looking at because uh, someone told me he worked at Target. <laughs> so I did the old Wikipedia thing. He did work at Target. So, uh, and I, and you know, I hope a lot of the fans. Uh, that have come to see me over the years, work at Target, shop at Target, I shop at Target. But you certainly don't have a resume that can ever, ever comment on me or my career. Please get over it. Yeah, well, I mean, let's not dunk on the guy for having a real life and a real job. I mean, that's not a bad... That's no, a bad I'm, I'm not. I'm not. He's dumping on me. Have you ever heard him bring up his name to you? No, we've never, no. Now, have I ever brought up his name? No. I mean, that's why I brought it up that, today. Cause you're that, like, oh, don't forget. Does, no, does he, does he bring up my name? Has he brought up my name over the years a thousand yeah. times? Yes. Yes. Has he ditched me a thousand times? Yes. Okay. I'm not ditching him now. I'm just saying the same thing Eric said to me, get over it. <laughs> I don't know what, I didn't do anything different to you than I did to Johnny Ace. And according to Johnny Ace, I started his career, gave him his first pair of boots. Hell, I probably got Johnny Aid laid for the first time. Who knows? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, before, well, he was, before he was married. <laughs> I hope that one day, sincerely, I, I mean, I like Shane. I, Shane's always been cool to me. and uh, he's, he's cool to me, too, when I see him in person. But every time I turn around, he's talking about me. And tell a story. I don't fly out at night, Shane. Right. I went to the hotel bar. I like to watch sports. I didn't stop at 10 bars along the way and keep your nephew. Okay. All right. And if so I wait, did, I'm I found, sure I paid him a lot of money. I found the quote. Not long after that, there was a big time wrestling show out of Boston down near Pittsburgh. Uh, my Deeper. nephew had driven me down. So Flair was there, got paid a ton of money. He went out in the very first segment and did a three minute promo. He needed my nephew to drive him back to the airport. So my nephew left, this is at the top of the show and I'm on late in the show. Like an after hour after the show's over, my nephew still hasn't come back and we're like an hour from the airport. He ended up finally coming back an hour and a half, two hours after the show had ended. And he apologized. He said, we weren't a mile down the road and Rick made me pull into a bar. He said he stopped at every bar going to the airport. I'm like, well, that obviously means he's drinking again, right? That's like one of those things. If you, if you've survived this medically induced coma, straighten up. My take now is for whatever it's worth. And I'm not trying to play psychoanalyst. I don't think Ric Flair, first of all, Richard Flair no longer exists. He's allowed Ric Flair to take over that body. And there's a real danger of that because that is truly a mental illness. We are playing a role. I'm very keenly aware of the differences of Shane Douglas and Troy Martin. And I hope they're very different people. So, yeah. Now I, now I have a mental issue too. Well, you kind of do. I mean, come on now, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I could, I've, I've been accused of worse. And I'm, yeah, here's the deal about me. <laughs> I have committed adultery. <laughs> oh my God. I have done everything wrong there is in making personal decisions about women. Well, I have been in rehab. We're going into the new year. I almost died twice, once in an airplane crash, three times, once like I got hit by lightning, 
third time for five years ago in Chicago, I still drink, I still work out, I still have fun. I live in a fraternity house in Tampa. <laughs> Wendy lives at the beach and comes down here because she gets tired of fraternity house. She can take one weekend of it a month, sometimes two. Okay. I'm going to continue to live here until one day you get the call. Oh, come on. And then on. you're going to say, and then you know what you're going to say? You're going to say, just like Frank Sinatra did. He did it At least way. he did it his way and he had fun. And I, and right now I'm laughing and having fun. And for every motherfucker out there that wishes they were me, and there are millions of you, <laughs> millions of you, after you watch this documentary, you're going to be going, holy shit, to have lived one day of his life, whether it was the hard times or the good times. To have lived one minute of that life, holy shit! Luckiest, luckiest motherfucker alive, luckiest. And now, according to Shane uh, Douglas, I have mentally ill too. So <laughs> guilty. <laughs> well, I hope one day Shane Douglas goes to RickFlairDrip.com. Instead of saying. For, for Shane, instead of saying I was the wildest motherfucker that ever lived, but the wildest son of a bitch that ever lived, I should have said, I'm the craziest son of a bitch that ever lived. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. You know what? I think we all will. And I hope that everybody's celebrating with their family. This weekend is Christmas. God, me that too. Christmas spirit. Let, let's just all live in peace. Be happy. We're going into the holiday. A lot of you hate it, but I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> for those that like me, I'm thankful for your support, but damn it, I'm guilty of a lot of things, and I own up to every bit of it. I'll take it. I deserve it, the good and the bad. I'm guilty of a lot, but I have never intentionally and meaningfully hurt anybody ever sometimes it just came with the territory of the job job description travel whatever but i even apologized to morgan last night i said morgan i said i'm sorry i've been a bad papa i try oh come on now no it's the truth i feel bad i, I cry it now a lot in this documentary about reed yeah i'll always feel like i had I could have been better for him, man. You can't blame yourself for that. No, I know. But I mean, you know what I'm talking about. We've yeah. talked about it. Yeah, we have. There's no, there's no one else to blame. He was a so, girl. He was a grown man. He made his own choices. Yeah, I know. I love you. We love you. We love Reed and we can't wait to see this documentary and man celebrate with a little Ric Flair drip, go to rickflairdrip.com. Maybe even. Santa will leave some Ric Flair drip in Shane Douglas's stocking. How about that? Maybe he'll chill out. God, come on, Shane. Smoke a joint, man. <laughs> Get off the wagon. <laughs> Join in, man. Come January, I'll get woo shoes for you. They'll really mill you out. <laughs> no, nobody's fussing and fighting when Ric Flair drip is around. Go to rickflairdrip.com. <laughs> Hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Hope Santa brings you all you want. And Monday morning, if he doesn't, Peacock Peace. will be there with a brand new documentary. Peace on earth. Goodwill to men. <laughs> God bless.
We'll see you next week. Love you, man. Right here. Steven, love you, man. On to be the man. Happy holidays and woo!